This is the Atlanta Journal-Constitution. It's Wednesday, October 19th. Every year, doctors and public health officials urge people to get a flu vaccine. This year, the message is even more pressing, with the flu making a roaring comeback in Georgia after virtually disappearing the past two seasons during the COVID-19 pandemic. Despite gains over the past decade with flu vaccination rates, fewer than half of American adults get the jab, according to a new report released Tuesday by the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention. The report also examined vaccination rates and outcomes among various racial and ethnic groups and found that the same racial differences noted during the worst of the coronavirus pandemic are also seen for influenza. Millions of Americans get sick with the flu in an average year and thousands die, according to the CDC. Influenza can circulate year-round in the U.S., but is most active during the winter. During the pandemic, as people stayed home and wore masks, flu activity nearly disappeared. Fewer flu cases meant fewer people developed immunity from exposure to the viruses, leaving them now particularly vulnerable. While vaccine effectiveness can vary each year, studies show that flu vaccination can reduce the risk of getting the flu by about half. But studies show if people do get sick with the flu, getting a flu vaccine can significantly reduce the risk of getting seriously sick, according to the CDC. And the first day of early voting in Georgia set a midterm turnout record, with over 133,000 in-person voters casting their ballots, an early sign of strong interest in this year's elections. Turnout on Monday far exceeded the last midterms in 2018, when about 71,000 people showed up at the start of early voting, according to state election data. The fast start put Georgia on pace to surpass the 3.9 million voters who cast ballots four years ago, though turnout appears unlikely to reach the 5 million voters who participated in the 2020 presidential election. In-person early voting is the most popular method of casting a ballot in Georgia, with voting locations open for three weeks before Election Day, including two Saturdays. Some counties also offer Sunday voting hours. Meanwhile, an Atlanta apartment tower has become a flashpoint in Georgia's U.S. Senate race, as Republican Herschel Walker appeared there Tuesday to blame Democratic U.S. Senator Raphael Warnock and Ebenezer Baptist Church for trying to evict disadvantaged residents. No evictions have taken place at the building for failure to pay rent since June 2020, a building spokesperson said. Warnock called Walker's allegations a desperate attempt by a desperate candidate to sully the name of Martin Luther King Jr.'s church. The Columbia Tower at MLK Village is owned by a for-profit entity with ties to Warnock and Ebenezer. It is managed by Columbia Residential, which handles the day-to-day operations. While the company maintained no recent evictions have taken place, there were eviction actions, called dispossessory warrants, filed against multiple residents during the COVID-19 pandemic. Some of them were for small sums of money, and new warrants were filed against three residents on October 12th. Those residents owed past-due rent ranging from $115 to $610, records show. At the event, Walker was flanked by about a dozen people holding eviction signs. But asked by the Atlanta Journal-Constitution if any of the people behind him holding eviction signs had been served with eviction notices, Walker declined to answer, and none of the people behind him spoke to reporters. And Ronald Bell and Jennifer Penley were indicted and arraigned in Atlanta on federal charges from a conspiracy to extort Georgia Tech men's basketball coach Josh Pasner by claiming a sexual assault, the U.S. Attorney's Office for the Northern District of Georgia announced Tuesday. Bell and Penley were indicted by a federal grand jury August 24th. The indictment alleges Bell and Penley both from Oro Valley, Arizona, committed conspiracy to transmit a threat interstate conspiracy to extort property from another, and attempted extortion. 
The indictment is the latest in a case that began in the fall of 2017 when Bell, a former friend of Passner's, made a charge of NCAA violations followed by the assault accusation. Buchanan, the indictment, and other information presented in court allege that Bell and his girlfriend Penley conspired with each other and a tech security guard to make the false accusation of sexual assault, according to the statement released Tuesday. Bell is alleged to have recruited the security guard to claim falsely that he witnessed an assault against Penley. Penley filed a lawsuit claiming sexual battery, sexual assault, and intentional infliction of emotional distress. No trial date was announced. Spoken Layer